Hi, I'm Sarah Adams, and this is Cosmic Conversations. Thank you for joining us today, and I have a special guest on. This is James Aiken, and I met him at the Conscious Life Expo. I had been following him for a little while, and I just love his work, and he decided to be on my podcast. So here we are. Thank you for joining me, James. Of course, I'm so excited. I love everything that you share with the world. So I'm, I'm thrilled that we get to talk even more and get to know each other even more. I'm so excited. And he lives at Joshua Tree. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. And I feel like you have that energy in you. It's just magical there. Yes. You know, truthfully, would really, uh, I, I would say moving to Joshua Tree really began my spiritual spiritual awakening. You know, mm -hmm. I was living in Los Angeles uh, during the time of the pandemic, um, and I had this calling inside. I just felt like I needed to get out of the city. I needed to to be out in the desert. And at that time, you know, I worked in the entertainment industry, um, mm -hmm. and during that time, the entertainment industry kind of closed down. And everything, there was nothing happening. You know, I do editing. And so I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> I need a job, but I can't be in the city. I need to be in Joshua Tree. So I was willing to do anything to be here. So I got a job as a mailman. And I worked for <laughs> the United States Postal Service. You know, and I think that really just showed me and the universe that I was really willing to do anything, that I was ready to put in the work. And what's unbelievable is like, you know, so many experiences to get me here um, felt like miracles, like getting my house in Joshua Tree. You know, I didn't have a job. I didn't have a house. I had nowhere to go. I was living in like a Motel 6 for a week, you know, just, and just everything felt like a miracle. And so... Once I got here and I was working with, you know, the post office and kind of doing that service work, I'd say, um, and it really made me start to figure out like, okay, yes, I'm doing this, but this isn't truly me. This isn't really what makes me happy. And so I really had to start digging deep in order to, you know, let my light come through. Um, and that's where the magic of the park comes in. <laughs> it is heaven out there. <laughs> You've got the experience uh, park. I yeah. So recently, okay. So I was. This is this is really hilarious and insane. It's like some TV show. It should be put on some TV show. So me and my friends, we headed out to Sedona. So I booked this beautiful retreat um, out there. And we headed to Sedona and I have a Jaguar SUV and it just got out of Jaguar. It was service. They're like, your car's perfect. It's great. And we're headed to Sedona and it just stops working at Joshua tree. Like completely. Oh. We're like, what is happening? So we get it into the garage and we are like, okay, we're not going to make it to Sedona. We might as well just go and do our sacred shoe journey. We were going to do in Sedona in Joshua Tree because obviously that's what the universe wants. And we rented a BMW convertible and cruised Joshua Tree, and we did 
shrooms out there and we were like in the middle of nowhere in the park and it was pretty insane because I was like telling my friends I'm like hey and they know I go to other dimensions I'm like I'm gonna bring you guys to another dimension and they literally we all went to this other dimension and they saw like this heavenly realm and there were a mansion in the heavens and steps and Joshua Tree suddenly shape-shifted into this other realm and it was all like glowing with light and it was beautiful and yeah that was my experience all day we were out there and we were just like in it and I was seeing hearts everywhere hearts in the mountains and flowers dancing around and like oh yeah you know heart chakra connection I feel like Joshua Tree is just like that sacred portal to the different realms and different higher energies and it's just, it's like a part of Atlantis. It used to be a part of Atlantis that came through there. It's like, oh my God, this land is magical. And when we were done, we were just dancing like children. And we're like, we just need to give more love to the world. And <laughs> this is the solution. And, you know, all these illusions that we have about life, they're just illusions. They're not real. And we have this divine magical power and we come from the heavenly realms and we're in here in the in, in this 3D realm, in this physical body, having a 3D experience, but we can bring down that sort of like higher frequency, Christ consciousness, heavenly energy, and be lit up in our hearts, even though we're in this reality. So it was just a magical experience. And I'm so grateful for it. And I'm so grateful that Joshua Tree still anchors in the ancient energies, you know, that go all the way back to Atlantis and pre Atlantis, so we can go and tap into them because. Feel like the pollution and all the stuff in the world that they've blocked a lot of those energies off. Yet Joshua Tree is still completely that beautiful light portal. Yes, so. it is a thousand percent. You you captured it beautifully, you know. And I think you know the magic of it is like I always feel like I'm out in Disneyland. It's like a you know living like a Disney movie because there's bunnies, there's coyotes, there's you know, turtles, there's, and they just, there's no distractions, you know, there's no cell service, there's nothing weighing you down. And so what's beautiful is like, you immediately feel the sense of freedom. And I think I've, you know, been so many places in the world, but nowhere else, like, do I feel this freedom that I do out when I'm out in the park? Oh, and God, yeah. the light there, the light, you know, we don't have overcast any day every day is a sunny day and just the energy it just basks in the sun and so I think that's where everything is just supercharged you know everything's electrified it's it's just and so when you go out there um you know and I'm, I'm starting to do guided hikes with people um, and just kind of helping them feel that that sense of freedom so that they can take it back wherever they go and just hold on to that um but yeah it's like i want to climb on that mountain and i'm gonna dance and celebrate and create my own little energy vortex and heal you know it's just like that is so powerful and i think that's why i am the way i am just because i've done so much work out in the park because yeah it's straight up fifth dimension it's pure love it's just love 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 and light <laughs> I, I think it's incredible too with you that you 
you know, you were in LA, which it's pretty dense out there. A lot of it is, you know, I like Laurel Canyon, obviously, and there's some beautiful parts of LA, but it's still pretty dense. And that's been my experience. And you went through this shadow work. And when you went through the shadow work, you were able to shed those layers of dense energies until you got to Joshua tree, which is like I said, a pure light portal, but you had to do your shadow work, you know, to get to there. And I feel like the same with me too. I've had in my lifetime where I've had so many deaths and rebirths where I was like, okay, I'm just getting rid of everything. I'm giving away everything right now. And then I'm just going to go back to zero point and go where the universe guides me. So I find myself in the middle of some, you know, where that was basically nowhere but for me it was like oh there's this beautiful energy coming through and I need to be here and it was always away from the cities it's like in the middle of nowhere I, I would drive my car all through the night and get you know somewhere at sunrise and just sit out there where I was guided and let those energies channel through me and like I said it'd be the middle of nowhere so I feel like when we just glow with the divine source energy Christ consciousness energy it just like removes those layers from us of dense energies and it guides us to where there's the energy flowing through the planet and connects us in. And of course, nature is where there is what I call a magnified um, energy of God's source. So you did your shadow work. And as you did your shadow work, you were brought out of more shadowy, denser energies of LA into Joshua Tree. And that's like beautiful because I feel like Right now we have this awakening going on where people in these cities are like, oh my God, I'm depressed. They're feeling all of each other's energies that are unhealed, all this unhealed stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they're being guided slowly as they do detox and as they slowly wake up to society systems that keep them in these illusions that keep them depressed and suppressed. They're waking up and they're like, okay, we need to go back to nature. And I do feel that there's really right now a, um, there's really this strong wave of people waking up, returning to nature. And we're going to see more and more of this. And what do you think about that? A thousand percent, you know, nature, I would say, you know, a lot of people that are waking up um, and becoming more aware, nature is the ultimate safe place to grow your awareness. You know, mm -hmm. that's what happened for me. You know, I was, I was out in the park and you just start observing, like you notice the plants, the animals, the cactus, you know, the trees and the sun. And once you kind of like start becoming more aware of what's around you, um, then you kind of, yeah, you're like, I, I notice things. I see what's in front. I notice the ants crawling, you know, the, the, the small things and the big things. And then, then you're able to really start to, be more aware of how you're feeling. You know, you start to able to examine yourself and when you're in nature, you can release those things. You're like, oh, I'm aware I've been holding myself back from living my dream because I was scared. You know what? I release it, nature! <laughs> yes, like, help me, supercharge me, like, ask for help, you know? And I think... Nature 1000 is the gateway to growing your awareness and becoming aware of like, you know, you just start observing and then you take that home with you. And it's like, wow, okay, my awareness is growing. Yeah. You know, 
uh, and you, you embody the divine masculine. And I just, I, like I said, since I've met you, I followed you before we met at the conscious life expo. I was so excited to see you. I was like, Oh my goodness, I follow you. And here you are. And I just, I'm so grateful for you because I do feel like you are one of the ones who are really just embracing the divine masculine and inspiring other men to do so. I think men have been taught in society, you know, to, to either be famous or chase business. No, none of them have been really taught to connect to their souls, their hearts, their, their divine masculinity to connect to nature. And I feel like that that's left a lot of men depressed and lost and unable to connect in love and unable, you know, they're just really in this state of, of sadness. And I have a lot of clients that I've worked with that are like that. I feel like you are the, the embodiment of the masculine that is kind of like a, a way shower to men that need to completely just shed those dead slayers of energy and shed all the illusions of society and start connecting to nature and caring about mother nature and caring about the earth and caring about elevating humanity. And when they elevate themselves, you're elevating yourself that affects the entire planet. And we need more awakened men like that. And I feel like you are one of those men out there that's doing this. So I want to thank you for that. Yes. It just flows from you. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, that's something that I um, have really had to. Uh, it's, it, I think, men or something I've had to become more confident with, you know, mm. because, um, you know, growing up, you know, I never felt like I, you know, I was terrible at sports. You know, they put you in sports and things, and I never felt like I was, you know, like, the football quarterback or you know all these other mm -hmm. things I'm very creative and kind of an artist and as i've grown i've realized like oh yeah the masculine is all about um yeah settling your heart but i feel like men are under so much pressure you know mm -hmm. so much pressure and we need to release that and allow mm -hmm. themselves to feel more freedom you know mm -hmm. and it really comes down i talk about you know my inner child because it's from our childhood you know like we didn't you know guys they had so much expectations so much pressure mm -hmm. and it continues on into their lives you know they need to be the breadwinner or they need to you know do this hold steady don't don't show emotion but it's just releasing that pressure releasing that constraints and just allowing it so you know, doing what guys love, like hiking, running, playing those sports, connecting with friends, dancing. Guys can sing and dance. Like, <laughs> it's just releasing that, ah, no, get out of the box. Just open up. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really interesting because even like me too, as a girl, like, you know, growing up, everyone's like, oh, you're so pretty. You're so beautiful. But don't bring us that spiritual stuff because you see spirits and things like that. So it was like really interesting. I'm just like, I got to this point where, you know, I'm like, oh my God, I'm just not going to listen to what people around me tell me. And I love being in nature or in nature. I love speaking to spirits. I love all my interdimensional, multidimensional experiences. 
And I'm just going to embrace this and not listen to everyone who are are like, oh, you're really pretty. Just don't talk about those things, you know? And I embraced it. And at one point I was like considered just like the weirdo. So I understand like, you know, we're, we're not in the, the norms of what society tells us to be, but that's actually a really good thing. In my case, that has been an amazing thing because when I was a young girl, I was like, oh, I want to teach people about healing and all this stuff because I've been through so much. I was, I had a very intense childhood. Right. And I'm just like, wow, you know, I embraced it. And I listened to the spirits who were like, don't listen to people, what they tell you, just, you know, go with your heart, say what you feel. And if people like it, they do. If they don't, they don't, don't listen to that. And so I kept doing it. And I, I realized like I've, I've had a platform where I've spoken to millions of people and helped thousands of people to connect with themselves and heal and just elevate themselves. So it's like, when we listen to that, we're kind of like the ugly duckling, you know, that grew grew up into the swan. That's how I always feel about myself. I don't know if that's how you feel, but that's it. It's like, we were born, I believe it's our soul path. We were born, we chose to be different in society because we, we came to break down all those structures that hold people in this sort of like false light web where they're sad, sick, and depressed. We were meant to do that. We chose to do that. And that's what we're doing. And so I look back and I'm like, wow, back in the day, that was so hard for me. But I'm so happy that I just chose, you know, to listen to my heart and to listen to the spirits and Hey, I'm so grateful that I can sit here today and speak to you who, who has done the same thing on a different level. And I feel that we're blessed by the divine that we are different. We're very blessed for that. That's a gift. Yes. Uh, you know, and it's accepting those <laughs> gifts, you know, and realizing them. And uh, for a long time, especially with men, um, you know, highly sensitive empaths, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm definitely highly sensitive. That's why, you know, I need to be out here in the desert because <laughs> I feel everything. I feel everything. I see everything when I, when I, I'm a fixer, I'm a doer. Um, I want to, you know, help. And I think a lot of guys resonate with that, but, uh, you know, throughout my career, that kind of became a problem, you know, mm-hmm. I want to do some things and bosses and managers are, you know, they would kind of dim my light, like, oh, no, 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 like, you're feeling too much or blame, blame me on things. And I've kind of had to grow to realize like, oh, wait, okay, this is a gift. And I'm embracing it. Um, and, you know, highly sensitive doesn't mean like, oh, I cry all the time. But it's like, yeah, we just you feel, feel yeah, we feel things more deeply. I, I you know, I listen to that because where I feel like there's something off, there always is something off. And I, that's telling me you shouldn't be in this, you should be connected to this person or you should be in this spot. This is not in alignment. So nowadays I like really welcome that as a sort of divine compass that's saying, get out of there. That's not a good place for you. And I just want to let you know this. I do think that a lot, that most of the planet are highly sensitive, but they've, gathered so many dense energies since children it's they've kind of become robotic and they are super empaths and once they clear those layers they kind of come back to where we are where you know they're gonna start to be like whoa I don't I should be living in this small apartment in New York City because this is just keeping me 
I'm feeling it, the whole city is like unprocessed, dense energies, and I should get out of here. But they won't actually realize that until they start to go down that healing journey that and take that healing path and start to listen to the energy inside of them that's saying, you don't belong here. You don't feel good. You feel depressed because you're here. So I feel a lot of people as they start waking up, they're like, wow, we were like in this web and it's crazy. We didn't even know, know this. We just thought this was normal to have a little like basic apartment that we can't barely pay for in the middle of New York because, oh, it's New York. Well, honestly, like to me, it's so, it's crazy because people lost themselves so much. They think that that's some paradise to, you know, be paying for some little apartment somewhere because of some city that like me, like I, I prefer a tent in nature, honestly. I'm like, (laughs) because the energy, I'm like, oh my God, it feels so divine in nature. So that's what I like seek the most, you know, even in LA, it's like really interesting because I go there and I'm filming different shows right now. And I'm like, Oh no, it's just, I have to get out of there at a certain point where I'm like, okay, this is I'm going to go in, I'm going to do my work. And, but I'm gone back out of there because it's so intense. And I just, I had this like really interesting download the last time I was here. I was like, Cal California, right. To Cali is the the feminine when she's been exploited and hurt she turns into cali she's upset and so we have california and fornication something with the divine goddess being some fornicated she's been used and so she's upset for her her sexuality has been distorted her being has been distorted so we have that with the whole california and then we have hollywood which is hollywood which is about the masculine. If you go back to ancient uh, Egypt, it's the, the Osiris losing his sacral chakra, his wood, and it being exploited and twisted. So we have a lot of that energy in LA of the divine feminine, divine masculine being twisted and exploited on many levels. So it's really quite interesting how that's happening. I'm like, okay, hey, I think a lot of people are going to start waking up to this and be like, okay, we need to get out of these energies. We need to go to places where we can actually feel ourselves rather than feeling everybody else and all their trauma. And we can also feel our own trauma and work through it until we get to the other side of that shadow work where we were happy little children. Because that's what yes. we are. Yes, happy little children. You can't get there until you actually work through that. And I, I literally call it the valley of shadows because it's like you're going through that and you're going through all your ancestral stuff. You're going through all stuff. Society has said that you should be but once you get through there, you get this like release of where you're like, I am happy to be me. And I, I think the most important things are just to be happy, to be good to myself, to be good to others. And you wake up in the morning and the sunrise is like magical every single day. And I look at a bird, I'm like, just sitting there, people are like, have you smoked weed? Are you high? Why are you so happy? I'm like, I'm sober. I just like watching that little bird pants around. Yes. <laughs> You know, yeah, that like, point. when people have those feelings, you know, it's kind of like how we started where, you know, I was like, I was going to do anything to be out here, you know, don't have fear with it. Like once it started, when you're starting to realize like, you know, these, these feelings, you honor them, follow through with them. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Trust me. I've got oh, yeah, hard. It oh, it's going to hurt. <laughs> you know, it, it takes a lot to kind of just you know, kind of, 
you know, get that dirt off your shoulder of, oh, but you're going to land and you're going to get there and you're going to find your heaven on earth. You know, maybe it's not Josh Tree, maybe it's, you know, somewhere else, but, you know, this life is precious. Find your heaven on earth, you know, and if that's the city, then enjoy it. And, but yeah, find your heaven. Like there's no time to waste. And so just honor that, you know, follow through. The universe has your side. The universe yes. has your side. Yes. I always say, I'm like, to heal it, you have to feel it. Literally, you have to feel all of the, like, you know, dense hurt and pain, and then you get through it, and then it's clear, and you can go back to that Eden within, that heaven within. And yeah, that's that's such a beautiful place to be coming from me, who's nearly died, and who's had a lot of stuff go on in her life. Like, I can... I can relate to this. I wanted to ask you though, how did you wake up? You said you woke up coming maybe from LA or were you kind of awake when you were LA? Did you know about spirituality? Did you know about energy as a child? Kind of give us some background on that because I'm really interested in hearing about this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think you kind of know that the, the pandemic was kind of like a big, like, we all kind of, um, you know, it was kind of a mass kind of like awakening in a way. And, um, you know, I was starting to feel things. It was starting to hit for me, but I, I read, I st literally, I started with the book, The Alchemist, you know, it's like okay. the book, The Alchemist. And I feel like that's where I really started to, um, uh, that was the, the first thing I would say. Um, and then learning more about, you know, wait, uh, or I guess the other thing too, during the pandemic, talking about nature, I, uh, I had a breakdown. I was driving through Colorado and all of a sudden I had this feeling I just needed to pull over. I pulled over and I didn't necessarily believe in God because um, I grew up in a religious environment where it was kind of like fire and brimstone so I kind yes. of like you know, Go ahead. <laughs> you know <laughs> um it was just I, I kind of grew up in that like yeah um but then all of a sudden I I took that time in nature and all of a sudden this heart uh I laid under some aspen trees and this heart appeared in the sky and I was like okay god I believe you it's it's real, <laughs> god is real. okay you know just bawling and releasing and accepting and it was, it was just so evident. It, I was being shown. And so I'd say that was boom. Like I, and then I wanted to figure out, you know, everything. I just started on that journey. Um, yeah. Oh my God. I, I literally right now, like want to cry because that everywhere I go, I see hearts in the sky, I see hearts all around me. My like, God loves me. Like, Oh God loves me. I want everyone else to discover this too. Like, you can be in the middle of nowhere, but you just feel it. And God's like, oh, here's a heart. And I need that. I love yeah, it's heart rocks. Yeah, I'm like walking and there's just hearts everywhere. God loves me and God loves the world. And, you know, they're so lost because they're in these, like I said, these like places of sadness, depression, and webs. But, oh my God, I just want them to wake up and know that God loves them because it's the most beautiful feeling. It doesn't matter, you know, if you don't have anyone who understands you or loves you the right way, God 
is there and loves you no matter what. And that's like, that's that reflection of that heart in the sky. And the reflection of the hearts I see, that's God saying, hey, I love you. It's beautiful. <laughs> We're surrounded by love. And as soon as you, you know, accept the love, accept the love that's being shown your way. It's just like, it's coming from the sun. It's just pure love, divine light energy. And it's just accepting it and feeling it and and letting it charge you up. And then you're able to, you know, just shoot love everywhere you go. <laughs> yes. I do this. I'm walking down the street and I'm like, okay, here, that person needs love. Here's some rainbow. Here's some love. Like where I just meditate and surround the whole planet and like love. And I like focus on people's heart chakras. I'm like, light up, light up with God's love here. This is the return to Christ consciousness. I do believe, like I said, when we first started this podcast, we talked a little before I was like, I believe you're one of the portals of light. And each one of us is a portal of light. I'm one of the portals of light. Those of us who have awakened, you're the portals of light energy on the planet right now. And we are passing that, you know, we're channeling it into the earth to help bring up the, up the frequency of the earth. We're also passing that to others around us who will awaken more and they'll pass that to everyone else around them. And then we kind of have like, we're going to have this domino effect where that light is just going to go through everyone on the whole planet and light up everyone's heart chakras and bring them back into ascended consciousness. And this has been something that I have held within my heart and within my being within my being free to incarnate in this lifetime. Yes. And I, I wonder, I, I've, I wanted to ask you actually, you know, have, what do you know about sun children, like children of the sun? Like, Ooh. what do you know about sun children? Have you heard of so, that? So from what I understand, the, sun, the children of the sun are those. So we have, if we go back to Gnostic text, right? We have, the text of where you have the sons of light are who battle with the sons of darkness and the sons of light overcome the sons of darkness. So when I had a vision years ago, it was about those who have the light energy. They're the sons of light or the, the divine Christos consciousness embodied and the, and the sons of darkness are the, those who are energy vampires so we're bringing in the light to channel to humanity. Then you have the ones who are the energy vampires that are kind of like on the opposite spectrum, but we will heal even them. And it's not even us. It's God coming through us. That divine Christos consciousness coming through us. That energy is going to come through and just bring up everyone on the planet on a frequency level. And so then if we go back to ancient Egypt, Egypt too, they were called sun worshipers. Mm. And from what I understand is originally before um, they came, some of these beings, there's also a group of beings that before they came into, they incarnated in bodies, they came from a portal that is on the other side. The sun is a portal and they came through the sun. So I've been speaking to these beings and I passed through the sun a couple of times because I go through portals and I was speaking to these beings and everyone thinks they're solar flares, right? That are hitting the earth. But I literally saw that it was like these beings and they were like, they had these like interdimensional, like they would, almost like arrows of light they were shooting from the sun to the earth to bring the frequency of the planet up and help it ascend uh, 
and they were on the other side and I've encountered them a couple of different times. And um, one was back when I was filming for Gaia a couple of years back, well, before COVID, don't mind my timelines. I don't live in time because I have all these experiences. So I was filming for Gaia and um, they were, sh there was a lot of solar, solar flares starting to come through. And one day I suddenly was like speaking to these beings that came from the sun and they were like, just appeared to me. And they said, okay, they said, there's this fallen timeline and we're bringing the energy of the earth up so that this fallen timeline is like it's not in that fallen timeline that kind of sheds away so the light of the sun is going to bring the energy up so that timeline sheds away so there's not these catastrophes on the planet so this is what they told me and yeah they call themselves the children of the sun okay okay Nice. Okay. Yes. I was like, I knew you were going to have more information, but it's, it's been popping up for me a lot. And so I, I wanted to, you know, understand more. That's beautiful. It makes and they look like humans, by the way, but they're not humans, but they look like humans. They do take on what I understand that they've explained to me. They do take on human, they incarnate in human bodies or they're also walk-ins um, sometimes, but they're here to actually um, bring up the frequency, the planet, they were telling me about chemtrails. They were saying that um, the pollution on the planet is blocking out sunlight. So they're sending more intense light to try to counteract that. And yeah, they, they are incredible beings and they care about the survival and ascension of our planet. And they are very multidimensional, interdimensional beings. I wouldn't call them aliens, but I would call them, yes, definitely interdimensional beings. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Here out here, it's like, it's so super sun charged. And so I was like, I just feel just, it's just, there's something, I, I feel something bigger happening here as well. You know, just. Um, well, yeah, you'd be getting, you'd be probably getting the sun flares the most over there because of, so you, you, you're probably feeling that more intense, that sort of energy because of that, which mm -hmm. would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow beautiful okay that makes me happy <laughs> I, we're, we're gonna do some work on this we talked about it but we're gonna do some work on this I'm just I'm super excited because I feel like just Joshua Tree you know there's there's a story too that when I was in Joshua Tree I went back to and of course I believe in you know I do codes and symbolism and I have a very good friend who passed away in this field of work. I don't know if you know who he is, Jordan Maxwell, who did a lot of codes and symbolism. And he actually has a show on Gaia, longtime dear friend of mine. And so I, I went back to the story of Joshua's tree in the Bible. Sorry, Joshua, the, the walls of Jericho in the Bible and Joshua, right? So Josh, there's these walls. And I had this whole like, divine download on this. So there's the, and I believe a lot of stuff is symbolic. I don't take it literally. I take it symbolically. And there's these walls and there's, you know, kind of like the land of milk and honey, which is on the, which I feel is like similar to garden of Eden that you within or heaven within is like, once you go through all of that dark night of the soul, you get to that place. And he, um, Joshua is told that to get to the land of milk and honey, he has to, there's walls around the city and he needs to take the city. And these walls are like these 
big walls though and he needs to figure a way into the city so they blow the trumpets and the walls just break down so i was shown this whole kind of like beautiful symbolism of this that the walls are vibrational dense energy walls and as we start to bring in we we start to clear ourselves and get to that other side of that 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 valley of the shadows and we bring in the high energies of christ consciousness it just brings down those dense energy walls keeping humanity in the lower timelines in 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 the lower energetic dense prisons that they're in and it's breaking those down so that they can ascend and I, I just saw at Joshua tree. It's so funny because it's Joshua and the walls of Jericho and he blows, they blow the trumpets and the walls come down. And I was like having this whole epiphany of like, Oh my God, this is so symbolic of like bringing down those energetic barriers and walls that are keeping humanity and lower consciousness via channeling, you know, they blow the trumpets via channeling that frequency, which is also sound and music through us. Wow. So, this is so beautiful. I mean, you just give me just the ultimate intention to move forward in my life. You know, I, you know, my, my, the divine reason I'm here, you know, it's just, I, I'm going to start, um, I'm, I'm going to start creating film. And when I, I was really inspired, you know, just by everybody at the Conscious Life Expo, um, especially the Starseed panel, <laughs> which you were on, um, you know, and we're all here for a purpose. We're all here for a reason. And I think that is exactly my role as we talk about Hollywood. This, you know, I'm beginning my career as an actor, um, writer, director, filmmaker. And I have set this intention where I'm going to, you know, uh, create conscious films you know be part of that shift away from violence and fear you know yeah and being fed and just the mm-hmm. rules of you know i got to experience hollywood you know i've done it all um but ha- having that divine intention of you know helping awaken humanity and it's through you know i'm gonna call it desert films i don't know just conscious <laughs> You know, that is my goal. That is my purpose. That is what I'm moving forward with. Yeah. You know, and I want to, I want to just bring that up too. Thank you. And actually, thank you for bringing that up. I noticed like all of our music is about heartbreak. Our films are like, apparently last year they like, and I don't know about this year, but my friend was telling me they made the most horror films ever. And it's all about like death. And it's all about like, losing people you love heartbreak our songs are about this exploitation murder and i'm like wait a minute we literally we are what we watch is feeding us just like food and it's either healthy or unhealthy this is so unhealthy that we are just like listening to songs constantly about heartbreak but of course if you know how your system works when something is repeated to you three times your subconscious then registers it and then what it does is it literally believes it so that's why you see commercials that where it's repeated three times oh eat this food they know this this is like a, something that's known from a sort of mind control subconscious it puts it in your subconscious then it manifests in your physical mind and thoughts and then you're drawn to it and you don't even know why 
So we're watching constantly about murder, heartbreak, destruction. And then we wonder why if that's in our subconscious, then comes into our physical mind. And as in our energy field, that creates our reality. Then we have heartbreak in our life. Then we have negativity manifesting because we're feeding ourselves yes. with all this negative media. So thank you for bringing that up. And I do believe that the media is like such a powerful tool of energetic mind control. And I know this is going to be very harsh for some people out there that I say this and very controversial, but I think it needs to be said because, you know, I... I just, I, one day I was, okay, so I was over in visiting some family that I have and I turned on the radio and I usually never listen to radio because I have like all these beautiful songs that are all about love and healing. So I'm like very, very adamant that I'm putting in good things into my body, not only physically, but also energetically what I listen to. And there was this song and it was called Young, Dumb, and Broke. And I was, he kept repeating it. And I was like, wow. I, and me as a conscious person, I'm like, whoa. And all of these people, you know, I, after the song, they were like, oh, this is one of the songs that is on the top charts. And I'm like, wow, so these young people are listening over and over to this Young, Dumb, and Broke. And that's actually manifesting in their lives. And it's keeping them from this kind of like prison where they don't have money, where they're just like dumb. And it, I'm like, oh my God, this the programming going on is pretty intense in our media, our music industry. And we need people to come and be like, no, we're going to start putting out positive content. Let's sing about healing hearts and happy hearts. Let's sing about really yeah. connecting deeply in love. Let's have movies like we used to have in the 1950s where the good guys want again. Not yeah. where Jeffrey Dahmer is like some sort of hero in the most most like streamed what is it netflix if i'm i don't know because i didn't even watch it but i was reading some stuff like i'm sorry but that's just that shows that our level of consciousness right now is being bombarded with such negativity when a serial murder like when, when a, a a documentary or movie whatever about a serial murder is like top streaming it's yeah. We have heroes out there every single day trying to make the world a better place. And we need more films about them and documentaries about them. And we need to put our energy and verbal support into supporting people like that. Not this negativity that's just filling our minds with disconnection, with what's opposite of love, with what's just, to me, horrendous. And I know what you watch affects your immune system. It affects your thoughts. It affects your dreams. It affects your 3D physical reality. And I believe that people need to start waking up to that. So thank you so much for stepping yeah, it up. Awesome. Conscious media. <laughs> yeah, I've got to fly out and help you. Yes, you I'm, know. I'm and, excited. And guy, I mean, guy, uh, like that's pretty much all I watch, like TV wise. And I mean, it's just, you, you know, you're learning about yourself, but you're also learning so much. That's pretty, I mean, um, and I watch films, but yes, it's it's so important. Like I've I've created this little bubble for myself here. I mean, I'm not disconnected from the world, but I am very conscious about you know what I'm yes. putting in. And since I've done that, um I've I it's yeah, it's beautiful beautiful because I feel um things that are happening don't necessarily <laughs> affect me as much. Or, you know, it's just things that used to weigh on me don't weigh on me. And 
I think, yeah, as soon as people kind of start, like you just explain the story of, you know, wait, what are they saying in these lyrics? Or what is the, the Coachella right. artist like singing about? You know, is she really empowering women or is she just, you know, exactly. so it's, um, yeah, I think, and allowing ourselves to, um, I pretty much only listen to instrumental music, but just allowing yourself to dance. I think dancing, we all need more music. We all need more, you know, beautiful films, but especially music without lyrics that gives you free to just dance and feel and release. And, and you know, that's, I, I think I dance every day. And yes. so- I'm like, I wake up dancing around, yeah. <laughs> I, I tell my friends, you know, especially in LA, you know, just walk down the street, like dancing, just like, I'm beautiful, I'm gorgeous, <laughs> you know, find that music that just charges you up, find those, those yes! that charge you up, um, rather than, uh, I think it's like, you know, we feed into that, that negativity because we're so um, shocked and fearful of what's happening around us that when we come home it helps us disconnect more from our own feelings we don't want to feel it so we're just like I'm going to put something on that scares me even more so I don't have actually have to feel it yeah. <laughs> so lean into your feelings dance charge up you're all good yeah. yes literally feel so yeah. it's like you know what's really interesting to me is so we have all of this media out there and I feel like we're going to be having more of a platform, you know, for conscious media as people wake up. I think a lot of people have just, they've awakened to like news media. They're like, oh, we're so over the negativity bombarded us. Like apparently I just read an article. They have the less viewers ever in history. The news media companies, they're freaking out. And it's like, yeah, because you guys are just constantly rehashing negativity. Why don't you guys put stories on about Oh, healing or helping to heal our oceans and all this stuff. Like, why don't we just focus on the positive and then we'll build that in the world rather than all the negativity. So do you feel that there is a shift? And I'm so, like I said, I'm so grateful that you're actually bringing in the conscious media because we need it. On another note too, I wanted to say it was like, it's really interesting. Like, I feel as the sun flares come in that we were talking about, I feel like there is like this awakening going on with all of this stuff and I do feel like in the future we're that humanity we're aware but I feel like humanity is going to be more aware of oh what am I feeding into my mind is it positive or negative when it comes to media to songs what is it is it actually uplifting me and others or is it bringing me down and I wanted to say did you have you heard of Yaima they're one of my favorite bands I love Yaima I oh no just, you check them out <laughs> I literally love them. I've seen them live, perform in live, and they're just heavenly. Yeah, that's my and and yeah, I love and yeah, I also love instrumental music, um, Beethoven, Mozart, and then um, yeah, a lot of the soundtracks um that are kind of like you know um they they play in kirtan. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so. I like electronic dance I'd say um it's just kind of Ooh. like vibrational like has a little bit of a beat just 
You can just tell I'm just like, keep it high, keep it high, keep it high. <laughs> Dancing uh, through life. Yeah. And I wanted to say, so you said you were setting up hikes in Joshua Tree or like, what were you saying about that? Like, tell us about that. I want to hear about this. Yes. So I've kind of, it's kind of stemmed from, I, you know, I have this sense of freedom that a lot of people don't, um, haven't allowed themselves to feel yet. And <laughs> I've done so much work out in the park and it's kind of started with, um, you know, me just taking my friends out there and they're like, whoa, I had this big revelation or I haven't given myself that time to, you know, talk to a lizard before or, you know, they, they go and travel somewhere and they'd be like, that hike changed my life. And so, <laughs> you know, it is just because, you know, yeah, we go dance, we, we sing, we meditate, you know, we feel things. It's just giving. I think it's almost like I'm your ultimate hiking buddy to offer a hand of we have time here. And so I'm, I'm developing ways to, um, you know, kind of more offer it more uh, to the community, um, which has kind of been a word of mouth thing so far. But yeah, I think <laughs> it's exactly what everybody needs. And, you know, if we can give that, you know, to, to people, to friends, um, a lot of people here in town, like if they're older, I'm like, I know a place I'll pick you up. We can drive there. I'll, I'll take you there. I'll take you to my favorite vortex portal spot you know <laughs> and so yeah just, I, I'm gonna be able to um I'm gonna build the infrastructure so that I can you know hopefully offer that to more people um yeah well but you have my support and my platform to help you if ever needed and I definitely will be coming out on one of those hikes with you in the future this last time like I said like I was trying to get a hold of you, but then I didn't know that when you drove into Joshua Tree, you had no service. Yeah, otherwise I would have been out with you on one of those hikes back then. And I'm excited about this. This sounds amazing. I'm really excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to ask, how can people find you? I know I follow you on social media. I follow you on Instagram. Um, do you have a TikTok? Do you have a website? How can people reach out to you if they want to speak to you, put you on podcasts, maybe book in a hike? Yeah. Um, you can mostly find me on Instagram. Um, James T. Aiken is my handle. And then also my website is jamestaiken.com. And uh, hopefully soon um, you'll be able to book a hike on there. But um <laughs> Yeah, but you know, reach out to me. Please message me on Instagram. Um, I create content from my heart, you know, and I'm shooting all delight to you and love to you from Joshua Tree. I care about you. I do. <laughs> I love you, everyone. You know, just, yeah. And thank you, Sarah, for such a beautiful conversation. I feel supercharged. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. And go follow James. Like you will just notice like this beautiful divine glow coming from him. Every time I see him, I'm like, Oh, it's James. And he has this divine glow. And I'm so happy to see him. On my face. <laughs> so. You're beautiful. Well, yeah. thank you, James, for being an anchor of light in the world, a portal of light. And thank you for the work that you're doing. And again, thank you so much for being on, being on my podcast here, cosmic conversations. You're welcome to come back anytime. And 
much love to you always and support. Thank you. Love you. Thank you for watching Cosmic Conversations.